Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth your time in checking out. This week, well at least this episode, is the first episode of Persuade Me, where I'm going to have guests on to convince me to go check something out. Now for this first episode, I decided to have a good friend of mine on, Greg, who you can find over on the podcast Fan Dummies. Naturally, all the links for his things and where you can find Fan Dummies will be in the links below, as well as the top for today's episode. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay. So, Greg, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're my first. Oh, I wanted it to be Aww, special. It is kind of special. All right. So... As we've um, as we talked, I uh, wanted you to kind of tell everybody, you know, what you do, where you're from. Sure. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on the show, Stephen. I really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Greg. I'm a co-host on the podcast Fan Dummies. We talk about superheroes, sci-fi, and fantasy, mostly TV and movies. Sometimes we get into comics and games, which is super fun. You can find us on all social media. You can find us on fandummies.com and on your favorite podcast player. How long have you guys been doing that? It's been about seven months, I think. We launched it right after San Diego Comic-Con uh, last year in 2019. So our first, very first episodes were of San Diego Comic-Con. So it was pretty fun. That's a pretty sweet intro to a podcast. Yeah. Hey, we're just at this thing that's super hard to get into. It took us 10 years to get into Comic-Con. 10 it a decade? Yep. Yep. That's that's bananas. I mean, granted, you know, now nobody's getting in, so I guess, you know. Yeah, that's really sad. I hope it doesn't get canceled, but uh All right, so let's get into it. Sure. So, Greg, what did you have prepared this week? So, I am going to persuade you and the listeners to watch Brooklyn 99. I know it's a little bit off topic, but I thought it was a good opportunity to recommend something that I can't recommend on my own show. I'm going to use your show <laughs> to push my agenda. <laughs> um, so two things. Yep. Uh, one, this is going to be a really short episode because I already watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Terry Crews, I love that man. He's amazing. And I figured you might have watched this, but you know, every time I tried to tell you, you put your hands in your ears and went, no, 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 like a little kid. So I figured, well, I guess we'll just do it then. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so go ahead. The floor is yours. For those of you who don't know what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, it's a workplace comedy centering around the 99th precinct of the New York Police Department located in Brooklyn, hence the name Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Does that make sense, Stephen? The name name makes sense to you? I'm already confused. Can you please start over? <laughs> the show kind of centers around this precinct, and Captain Raymond Holt, sincerely yours, Raymond Holt, is in charge of the precinct. And the detectives in the precinct include Jake Peralta, which is played by Andy Samberg, who is hilarious. He's kind of like this carefree detective that likes to pull pranks and invent cool catchphrases. His favorite movie is Die Hard. So that alone should persuade you to watch this thing. There's also Detective Amy Santiago, who sits across from Jake, and he kind of has a crush on her at the beginning. I'm going to let, I'm not going to spoil this, but he kind of has a crush on Amy, and she's like super 
organized. She makes a binder for everything. She's played by Melissa Fumero, and she is amazing. There's also Detective Rosa Diaz, who's played by Stephanie Beatriz, and she's kind of like this super tough, introverted detective, like wears leather, drives a motorcycle, too cool for school kind of character. And then there's Detective Charles Boyle, who just happens to be Jake's best friend. At first, I thought he just said that, but as the show went on, I'm convinced they're definitely best friends. What do you think? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So Charles is played by Joe Lutruglio, and I don't know if the Charles character was supposed to be the character that ended up on this show, but Joe Latruglio kills this character. I mean, he, he makes Boyle something really, really, really special. Then there's Steven's favorite, Sergeant Terry Jeffords, who you probably have seen in his commercials and on shows where he likes to flex his pec muscles. He's super ripped. And then you have Gina Linetti, who... At first, I was really annoyed by this character. She's played by Chelsea Peretti. But as time goes on, she becomes the precinct's like mad genius. Like if anything needs to be done in the precinct that can't be done, Gina can do it. She's super sarcastic. She's got a social media following. It's just freaking hilarious. So, Stephen, I don't have to persuade you to watch this. What did you think of this show? It... It took me a while to get into uh, because it was one of those shows that I was like, eh, I mean, it's a, it's, it sounds like another cop show. It's just like, oh man, okay, cool. Like another NCIS or uh, CSI or, or whatever. But uh, it's not that at all. It feels like it was birthed from like SNL when Andy Samberg was still there. And then they were like, Hey, no, let's, uh, let's actually take this to writers, like professional ones. And, uh, actually have a plot and go with it. And then it also almost got canceled and then they didn't know if it was going to get picked up again. So that was crazy because then it had like this huge social, (laughs) it had this huge social media push to have it get picked up for another season. So that was really cool. Yeah. It started on CBS in 2013 and I think it was the fifth season that they were talking about canceling it. And like you said, there was a huge social media outcry and NBC actually picked it up and it's currently on its eighth season and I don't think it's stopping anytime soon. Yeah, I don't see why it would. I mean, uh, they still have really good stuff and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel time. Like you can kind of feel when a TV show is like winding down and Mm -hmm. you, you like, you're ready for it to go. Brooklyn Nine-Nine does not feel like one of those shows. No, and what's funny is, is like I said in my intro, I'm the co-host of Fan Dummies. I also have two other co-hosts, Aaron and Jessica. When I told them that I was going to recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Persuade You, Jessica was like, oh, oh, I just persuaded you to to watch it. Now you're going to persuade persuade you to watch it. Persuadeception. It's amazing. Persuadeception. Persweption? Persuadeception. Persweption, yeah. I think you should change the name of this. <laughs> I have to redo all the artwork and everything. No, no, people but, just go with it. It's fine. But you're absolutely right about um, people thinking this is like NCIS or something like that because when Jessica would talk about it, I would think the same exact thing. I'm not watching another comp show. Like, I watched all the cop shows I can even ever watch in the 2000s. I'm over it. Like, sitcoms are dead. I'm not interested. The name of our show doesn't have comedy in it. You know, I've already watched too many things. Leave me alone, essentially. 
And what I figured out is that, one, these are really short episodes. They're like 22 minutes or something. And they're a lot like a podcast in the way that they're very relevant to the events at the time. And it invades your day-to-day life. I mean, the episodes around holidays are amazing. And you look forward to them. Right now, Aaron and I are on season six. We're binge-watching this thing on Hulu. So we're not even completely caught up yet. And we're trying to stretch it out. I think a lot of people are probably doing that right now with whatever content that they have. Yeah, and that's the other reason I wanted to bring this up. Because I thought it was a good time for something funny, right? If people are in their houses looking for things to watch, listen to, read, mix in a comedy and your day gets a whole lot better, especially this comedy. Oh, for sure. Uh, I love like there are so many moments within the show that just like stick out to me, like your like your favorite Terry moments. Like there's a there's a scene where like Terry Cruz's character, he's so like tired from from doing all this like work and then um, parenting and stuff that he, he comes into work and he starts doing pull-ups to wake up and then he just falls asleep like mid pull-up. And it's, it's one of those moments where a it's hilarious. Cause they just like walk in and then he's just like, like conked out mid pull-up. But also as somebody that lifts pretty regularly, like, do you, that's, that's bananas hard to just hold a pull-up for however long that they decided to do that. And so I'm impressed and laughing. Yeah, Terry's character really surrounds his muscles because even when he's lying, his tell is that his left pec flexes. So it's uh, it's pretty hilarious. So I asked the other co-hosts of Fan Dummies to tell me something they liked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine just to kind of include them in this podcast. And Jessica reported back that she really loves the Halloween heist. What do you think of those episodes, Stephen? I don't remember them, if I'm being quite okay. honest. I haven't had my rewatch through in a while. Right now, I'm I'm burning through some other stuff, uh, which will be coming up later uh, in the podcast episodes. But uh, yeah. So what you're saying is, is I need to persuade you to rewatch this thing. Oh, I already have it in my queue. <laughs> so there. So the the heist episodes for for those who haven't seen this, it surrounds Halloween. And every year they try to steal something from each other. So sometimes it's like a cummerbund or a belt. Other times it's something else. And they use their detective skills to try to figure out who has it and steal it back from them. So they use all elaborate tricks and pranks and, and all different things there. And it's just really creative. And what happens is, is they, they work on these all year. They like set the groundwork for the heist for the entire year. Jessica says her favorite character is Jake, which I think he's pretty much a lot of people's favorite characters. You know, Aaron was saying that she really likes Captain Holt. I think Captain Holt's character is unbelievable. And the acting from Andre Brower is just, I mean, it's near perfection. I mean, he acts with his face, he acts with his hands, he acts with his body and his voice. And it's it's just another level of acting. And of course, Aaron says she loves Cheddar the dog. I mean, you put a dog in anything and, and Aaron's all in. For me, I really just I really just like that it's still kind of a cop show. They still go out and solve crimes. 
and there's still an element of story. It's not just kind of stupid sitcom. So even though it's 22 minutes or 25 minutes, it does have a clear beginning, middle, and end. There's a nice story. It is episodic, but it's also has a consistent storyline through an entire season. So you can sit down and watch one at any point, and you'll laugh. But if you watch it from the beginning, you'll be truly invested in these characters. Dope. I yeah. think that'll. I think that'll do it. Do you have yeah. any other closing points? I would say mostly that if I watch anything that's not sci-fi, it has to be pretty dang good. Wait, did you ever watch Avatar? I did watch Avatar. The last Avatar, did you? Did you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. No, I was, just, yeah, I was yeah. just checking. I was just checking. I just wanted to make sure because it's not technically sci-fi, so you know. Well, I watch everything that we. I, I watch everything that we that we cover on Fan Dummies. You know, it's half it's half work, half fun. Um, but for me to watch something for myself, it's almost always sci-fi. So you said that Brooklyn Nine Nine can be found on Hulu, obviously. Yep. Any uh, does CBS have a? Uh, they should have it on their on their streaming service, right? I'm not sure if CBS All Access has it or not. I think hmm. NBC has the rights to it, so I would bet it's going to be on Peacock whenever it comes out. But uh, but right now it's on Hulu, and also also it's on Live. All right. Well, I th- I think that's going to do it. Like honestly, honestly doing doing a TV show uh, like last episode was the first time I ever did a TV show, and that took. Man, that took a while. Um, but this one is pretty easy, A, because it's still ongoing, so people don't need to worry about like the pilot episode and if it's going to keep going or how mm-hmm. much content there is to go through. This one is easy because there's plenty of episodes to get in on. A lot of people are going to be stuck at home, so there's plenty of visual content to watch, and Hulu is in most, if not all, uh, households, especially with the Disney Plus package, then you can get both of them. Um, yeah, I, I have I have no qualms with this recommendation. So uh, nice. I, I I got nothing. Uh, I think honestly, that what sold me is is Terry Crews and then Captain Holt's performance. Honestly, like the red bowler hat is probably one of my favorite moments ever. Oh my god, he's like, I'm trying something new, and obviously it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for the listeners that haven't seen it, right? So uh, Captain Holt walks into the station, and he's wearing his entire uniform, but on top of his head, he's wearing this red bowler hat, just like bright red, and he's got a straight face, and everybody's like jaw just completely drops. Nobody says a word, and he just walks all the way back to his office, and it's just like, it's one of those moments where like as as you really get invested in like comedy and stuff, this is one of those timing moments, like if they had done it a little earlier or right away, it wouldn't have been as funny, but like having the tension hang for a few seconds is it's just gold. Yeah. It's really amazing. And the Holt character, he's very professional. He's so professional that he signs his text messages, sincerely Raymond Holt. So that should put it in perspective. (laughs) So a character like that wearing a red bowler hat, even though it sounds insane when we describe it on the podcast here, when you see it, I think you'll laugh hysterically. Yeah, Captain Holt is, I think he uh, he was talking about, like, his character in an interview once. And he said, like, you know, he's, like, the first openly gay, you know, head of a precinct. And so he's had to 
work really hard and be like really professional and kind of work his way all the way to the top where he's at now. And so you can see that in most of his mannerisms and like, you know, how he interacts on a daily basis. But like, I think one of the like running gags is like his, his neighbors, like the ladies that he goes like jogging with and stuff don't know that he's gay. So he's like a gay captain that is playing, like pretending to be straight to them. And it's it's one of the like funniest, weirdest moments when he does. And honestly, like so good. Yeah, there's many, many great episodes of this show. And there's a lot of character development, too, especially Holt, but also with with uh, uh, Jake and Amy. There's a lot of character development. And um, even though it's, you know, it's very Seinfeld like. And it's like the Seinfeld meets the office in a cop station. It's the best way to maybe describe it. But there is char- there is character development, and uh, um, you know it's worth investing from the beginning. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I was never a huge fan of Seinfeld, so can't really weigh in there. But as far as like uh, the comedic aspect of it, yeah, whole- wholeheartedly. Ha, Holt-heartedly. Holt-heartedly. Yeah, the Seinfeld was amazing, but it was less... The shows had less of a story. That's why I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because they actually do go fight crime in every episode. Yeah, it's actually like a cop show. And there are yeah. serious elements throughout it as well, which is also which is also nice. Like, it's not all laughy-jokey all the time. Um, there are some, like more serious elements that that happen so that's cool too yeah exactly right i think that'll i think that'll do it um do you have anything else that you wanted to add steven thank you so much for having me on persuade you i really appreciate it Uh, you can find the fan dummies podcast on all your podcasting apps you can find us on fandummies.com and at fandummies on all social media so we like to mix in some new stuff some old stuff Basically, if it's sci-fi, fantasy, and superheroes, you're going to see it on Fan Dummies. We did a lot of stuff on The Flash, Supernatural. We're going to have a nice guest on for the end of Supernatural if they can ever finish filming it. Is it Dean? Are you getting Dean? It's not Dean. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming, and uh, we have a whole – we have an action-packed schedule for – for the next year. So I'm really, really excited for, for what's going to be on the show and the content that, that we're making. <laughs> I'm excited about, uh, you know, the, uh, stuff and also yeah. things, the things, the things that we're doing are mostly good. <laughs> <laughs> I can say the episodes are average, if not above average. I promise you that every other episode will be pretty good except those ones that land on the fifth week in a single month those are complete trash (laughs) yeah i'd avoid those those are those are probably not good i'll put an apostrophe in the show name when you know it's terrible (laughs) like a little like a little asterisk exactly asterisk this one sucks (laughs) no i maybe divisive yeah yeah we put a lot of time and effort into the show and we hope everyone likes it uh, we do uh, a lot of research, and we try to bring a little bit of knowledge plus a little bit of fun with the show. So it's really the show is really designed 
for fan, for people who are into the fandoms of these shows to watch them just like we watch them and come interact. So there will be spoilers. Uh, we will talk about the aspects of shows and movies and comics and games and all that stuff. So, um, you know, if you're watching The Flash right now, come listen to our Flash episode when we make it once the show's over. And, uh, and it'll be a lot of fun. Well, dope. Thanks for being on, Greg. It was a pleasure, as always. Uh, I will have links to all of their things in the show notes, and then uh, as well as all the places you can check out Brooklyn Nine-Nine, including a couple interviews with the cast and crew. Thanks for joining us, and okay, bye.